This is Fiberside Chat, a 3GIS podcast, bringing you the latest practices in the world of fiber networks and plus architecture. Hello and welcome to this episode of Fiberside Chat, a 3GIS podcast. I'm your host, James Kent. Companies know from network automation to service management, customer experience and marketing, you name it, data is the critical component for promoting optimized business operations. It makes perfect sense then, like any other valued asset in a company, keeping data clean and accurate is essential. To talk about the tools and workflows for maintaining data integrity and why it matters, I have with me Jimmy Hall. He's the Vice President of Engineering and Product Services at 3GIS. Jimmy, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, James. Glad to be here. Uh, Jimmy, you have an extensive background in planning, designing, constructing, and maintaining networks. In your experience, what is the role of data and data accuracy in network modeling and management? Oh, man, that's a, that's a good question. And I think we could spend most of our, our time here just talking about that one question. <laughs> so um, it's, it's very important, of course. Um, and each, each one of those has its component. But uh, if you just take from a, a high level the importance from a business perspective in how you spend your expenses on planning and designing the network and constructing the networks to also the way you respond to maintaining the networks um, and then even looking at it from a value of your actual business and network data applies to each one of those. Where do you believe service providers struggle to create an accurate network data model? Yeah, I think it's it's definitely in different stages of uh, of the life of the network. Uh, a lot of it does happen to be on the front end where they're uh, inputting the data as they're building the network. And then I think they really struggle with maintaining that data throughout the life of the network. That's probably the, the biggest one that I've come across in my experiences. Do you think that's because uh, companies get complacent? It's sort of like, yeah, the data is there. I'm, I'm, I mean, we've got it structured properly. And then they realize that things start to get unruly. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's more of, uh, you know, the, the immediate need uh, usually uh, bubbles up and you don't really see the underlying repercussions of not having good, strong data in the end. You know, it's, it's easy to accomplish the task at hand and not consider the data sometimes. So, what happens is in the in the rush of you know providing the service or getting the job out, they uh, maybe miss some steps in the process to ensure that the data quality is there, or they don't capture the data in some downstream workflows and processes. That's what I I come across. So so what are the challenges of accurately modeling networks as networks become more complex? Oh yeah, that's a it's a great question. I think you know when I go back to. When I first got started in the copper world, there's some uh, there are some challenges in the copper world uh, with your copper networks, knowing that in the time more the data was uh, the important pieces were what it was connecting to at the ends, because that was really the only communication pieces of the network. When you look at it, the the way that networks in the fiber world now work is you have different components inside the networks that there's multiple signals in a fiber, there's multiple bigger, there's more fibers in a cable now. So just the uh, the volume of data and everything that's present in, you know, what I would say a mile of network now is so much more than it used to be. So I think that's um, one of the biggest challenges is as the networks have been expanding and the more connections in a, within a mile now as compared to what it used to be. I think that's the change that it's challenge I see ahead of us because 
uh, with the Internet of Things and, and uh, 5G and all the different connections we're going to have on our networks and how many uh, densification uh, components you have in a network, it's going to require a lot more attention to the data that supports managing those networks. I think that's one of the big challenges. Are there any other you know big barriers to keeping network data accurate? You know, I think it boils down to having good processes in the end of having a process to capture data when changes happen, a platform to do so in an efficient manner. Uh, those are some of the uh, one of the challenges I see. So then what do you recommend as best practices or, you know, what, what are the tools available to service providers to help ensure network data accuracy? Yeah, of course, I think you do have to have a management platform. Uh, it has to be robust. And what I mean by that, uh, in the past, it was, you know, knowing where a cable was and having some what I would call some traditional ways of understanding the connectivity of the network. I do not think those are expansive enough to be able to manage a network now. Uh, I do think you have to manage networks at a wavelength and a, uh, a fiber and a wavelength model uh, as compared to, you know, maybe 10 years ago when you didn't have to have that component. So I think uh, having a robust system that you can actually manage down to those levels is a necessity now. I also think that it has to be an efficient uh, efficient system to do so. And then um, also something that uh, downstream, maybe downstream groups within the company can access and be able to pull data out of efficiently as well. And I, I guess one of the most important pieces I see is how do you how do you have a system that the players that actually update and provide data uh, feedback and, and changes, having a system that's at their fingertips to make that change or request that change to the data uh, where it doesn't have to go through a, um, maybe a, a long, long stream process just to get data updated. How do you see data accuracy and data integrity affecting network operation groups? Yeah, that's probably the one that's closest to me just because I've had to deal with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, and I've, I've kind of said this before, data is really not important until it's really important. Uh, and that's usually in the middle of the night <laughs> on a call out, uh, a maintenance trouble, or you got a high profile circuit down that you need to know the information on, or you got a service order that needs to be worked by a deadline. So all those things really uh, drive to make sure you have accurate data in, in those heat of the moment uh, timeframes. So uh, I would say, you know, from a planning and construction engineering standpoint, having that data available to do your job and get the job designed, plan it to where you, you have accurate planning uh, so that uh, when, you're, when you're doing your estimating, uh, you know that it's only 1.5 miles of cable that you got to place versus, oh, I didn't realize that I had to go back further in the network and add another mile you know, halfway throughout the construction of the project. So I've seen those things happen. Uh, when it comes to a maintenance uh, perspective, I've actually been the one on the calls in the middle of the night trying to determine where where the fibers actually route through the, the city to determine where to go find this uh, damaged location. Uh, I've been on the phone with technicians. I've been out there with technicians. And it's um, it's definitely uh, going to kill your mean time to repair. Uh, you're you're going to take longer. Uh, the customer, you know, could potentially have an upset customer with having long durations for restorals. So some of those things come into play. And those are real things that happen. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like, you know, if you, when you need that data, and if it's not accurate, you're going to spend time and money that you don't need to spend if you had the accurate data in your hands at that time. Uh, you know, what are the specific challenges do you see in the telecommunications industry as it relates to clean data? I guess the challenge I see is I believe that 
you know, data is one of those things you really, you know, for, for most that don't deal with it every day, it's really hard to comprehend how important it is, you know, to, to someone that's maybe doing the physical work out in the field, to someone that's uh, maybe in, on the business side that doesn't have to actually understand how it works. They really don't see the concept and the value of, of data. So I think that's that's one of the things that's challenging. And when what that really uh, ends up happening is that people take it a little bit for granted. So there's not as much importance put on it that that it should be. Maybe you don't have the one that, the ones that understand it that are making the decisions on how am I going to support having data integrity. So they don't maybe they don't have um, the correct work processes or workflows to ensure that there is data quality. Uh, that's one of the things I see. They just don't understand it enough to really um, comprehend how how it makes an impact into their business. And I guess the misconception that I have or that I see out there is that what was done years ago is perfectly fine um, <laughs> with expanding networks, like you mentioned. So that's one of the misconceptions I see. And like I said, I, I just believe that the ones that um, don't understand the power of it is probably the biggest thing I see out there. Well, yeah, because uh, you know, we're in the era of uh, big data, and I'm sure a lot of people just assume, well, data is being collected and it's accurate, and if I suddenly want it, it's available to me with a snap of a finger, and that can all, and not always is the case. Right. Uh, or, or they're or they're or they're dependent on data that's not correct, and they're making bad decisions, right? So it's that's that's probably the the number one concern, right? That uh, <laughs> you just mentioned, you can spend a lot of time chasing demons. <laughs> with the wrong data. Exactly. Uh, what other benefits of accurate and up-to-date data records have you seen? You know, besides the efficiencies in uh, construction, engineering, planning, and then also the operations piece, I think from a business perspective, um, I look at it from a value of a company. You know, it's, it's valuable. It, it, it should have a valuable uh, value component to the company. And I look at it from companies I've seen that have been, uh, been bought by other companies. Uh, you know, there has to be an evaluation period done where they're going to go look at their network. I, if I were buying a company, I would. And I know that uh, one of the first things I would do is let's go do some uh, some audits and make sure that how, how valid is the data that they have, because I'm buying something that I'm going to have to support, maintain. I've got customers that, you know, I, you know, depending on the company, this is how I look at customer experience. Uh, but most of them are going to want to have a stellar customer experience, probably the one buying the other one. But I, I think that you know, that's going to be an evaluation. And if I go in there and I see data that's uh, maybe I don't have a good feel about it, I got to throw some risk in there on my on my assumptions of what I'm what I'm buying. So I'm going to throw a risk factor in there. So I'm going to maybe maybe I'm decreasing the price that I'm going to pay for a company. So that's that's one of the big things. And I also think from a client perspective, you know, if I'm just a, a regular customer, I think we're all this way. If if I have an outage and it takes some longer to uh, get return my service uh, to working condition, then I'm, I may jump to another company, right? So I think that's how it all adds up in the end is the impact it makes is could be the, the bottom line numbers or the value of the company. Yeah, you said something really interesting. Uh, several years ago, I worked for a large corporation and they were in the process of buying another uh, large corporation. And there were a lot of assumptions made on how that other company ran their business and especially in terms of how they measured success and uh, sort of customer performance uh, metrics, et cetera. And once the two companies merged, 
when they got in and, and got a really hard look at the data, they, they were really surprised at how uh, things weren't what they assumed based on the company I worked for and how they managed data. It was much different. And we were probably a little bit, uh, you know, higher up in the food chain as far as getting a handle on our data. And it was kind of a mess. And even just merging the systems together was very complex based on the data inaccuracies. Yeah, you're correct. You know, that's like I said, that data is very valuable, especially when you need it, like we said. But, I mean, it's it's evident when you look at data, how it's been used in the past. I mean, it goes all the way back to Nebuchadnezzar. You know, here he is. He's, his, inventory is, his inventory is gold, so he, he had data to go by. But I think, I think when you look at it, uh, you know, you got people that, that actually ransom people's data and get paid millions of dollars just to get their data back. So it tells you how valuable data is. Jimmy, is there anything that you think a listener would be surprised uh, to learn about data accuracy and data management? Yeah, I think uh, one of the things, uh, even with inside the, the – I think every company should really maybe um, go back and do an evaluation of how are they really maintaining their data? How are they? How accurate is their data? Almost do an evaluation across their – their systems of, of management, because I think the misconception is, and uh, what I see is um, more more than I think I should, is mismanaged, mismanaged unclean data exists in the telecom world. It's, it's prevalent in, in certain companies. It's There's some of it in the industry, right? So I think, uh, like we talked about a little bit, they're kind of going through the motions of their daily, uh, their daily work, not knowing that how much expense am I just I'm just accepting that I have that expense when I could evaluate that and see if there's a system that could take out uh, some of the expense and help their bottom line. I think that's one of the the things I, I believe is important for companies, even if they've never really dug into it. They need to do a self-evaluation to see where they might be uh, have some areas to improve on. Now, as a protocol, would you recommend that, you know, on a yearly basis, they do an audit to ensure that everything is, you know, up to snuff or you know, how often should a company look at their data policies and see that everything's maintained at an accurate level? I guess the size of the company, and uh, I do think that it's it's a good practice to have regular audits. Uh, maybe, maybe uh, uh, I guess that would probably be part of your quality program, right? So have a, I guess we used to have unannounced or, or a random sampling of certain, maybe certain jobs or, or certain um, areas that they want to go do an evaluation and just run across their data and say, how's it looking? Probably have a, a list of this is the errors that we found and maybe uh, size up t- some type of uh, scoring for their for their company and their and their people to, to shoot for so that they can uh, have a plan in place to ensure that the data not only gets corrected, but it stays corrected. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the most revealing parts of this conversation is from what you're telling me, uh, one would assume this is going on in uh, companies all the time and especially large companies, but it sounds like it may not go on as often as it should. I, exactly. I, if you put you know any company in front of me, it would be interesting to do an evaluation of their data just to see uh, what we what we could see, right? So I'm not saying I could point out to any company in particular or, or whatnot, but I wouldn't say that it's the size of a company that, that's dependent on uh, that makes a difference. Uh, it's really it could be any company, it could be anybody that's managing networks uh, could not be doing it uh, maybe the best way. Uh, I can't agree with you more. Um, you know, this has been an enlightening uh, conversation, uh, and hopefully, uh, people take note 
and start to think about, geez, is our is my data as accurate and clean as I thought it was? So I, I really appreciate your time, Jimmy. Uh, it's been a real pleasure speaking with you today. Uh, thank you, James. I appreciate it. And once again, I've been chatting with Jimmy Hall, Vice President of Engineering and Product Services at 3GIS. Uh, and an appreciative thanks to you for tuning in to this episode of Fiberside Chat, a 3GIS podcast. You can listen to additional episodes of Fiberside Chat on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast content. Don't forget to leave a rating and a comment. I'm your host, James Kent. We'll talk again soon.